Thanks for tuning in to the Next Up podcast. This episode is the podcast conversion of our first ever live audio filming of Next Up at Nexa Network's event called Ignite. This episode is sponsored by Link and is the finale episode of the four C's behind the business of child nutrition. And the topic is courage. Wow. Thank you all so much for coming to Ignite. <laughs> this is amazing. Um, Originally, I did not think we were going to have this many people here. Whenever we first had this idea, we, we thought it would be like 300 people. And then we had 1,300 RSVPs. So thank you guys so much for all of your support for the past three years now since we started NextGen Network. And it's funny because today, three years ago, was when we wrapped up First Taste TV. And Melissa Mayer made me aware of that today. I had no idea, but this is our anniversary when we finally became a, a real company, I guess. Yeah, think so? Maybe? I think you're a legit company now. I, I, think, I think we've made it. What do you guys yeah. think? Did we make it? <laughs> hey, love you too. <laughs> All right, and this is Nisha. Have you guys, you guys know who Nisha is? Yes, no? She's, she's been my co-host on a few podcasts. We've done some other cool things together, but go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey everyone, my name is Nisha Bagapelli and I'm the newest member of NextGen Network. I'm so, so honored to be here tonight with you all. I think this is an evening of firsts. This is the first time that we've all been together after a very long two years. Three years. Three years. <laughs> it, feels, it feels longer than that, doesn't it? This is the first time that NextGen Network has put together a networking event that's made by you all for you all. And I believe there's another first, and it has to do a lot with why we're standing up on stage. Marlon, What would that first be? Enlighten me. It's the first time that we're filming a live talk show with you all here in the audience. How do you guys feel about that? How do you feel about that? <laughs> this is our first time. <laughs> Marlon, can you tell us a little bit about what's going to happen tonight? Yeah, so we are going to conclude our season called the four C's behind the business of child nutrition. And this was really our first project together that we worked on. And we'll get into more of that later once our guest host, the Shannon Solomon, comes out. <laughs> And so tonight's episode is about a subject that's pretty controversial. It's about courage. Now, How many courageous people do we have out there? You guys courageous? Yeah. And we all know a little, a little bit about having courage and conviction in order to do something. Um, and, you know, the best part about it is that Marlon and I happen to know a lot about having courage. And Marlon, I feel like you do too, right? A tad bit. Yeah. Yeah, the past three years have uh, definitely required a lot of courage and a lot of faith, I would say. Courage and faith. And we are so excited to get into this episode. Um, we got some great guests. We're going to have a great party afterwards. We're going to network and just celebrate because we all made it through the pandemic. Absolutely. 
So really, Orlando, I want to hear if you are ready for the first peer-to-peer -peer talk show that's live. Are you ready? I mean, have you, have you guys ever seen thought leadership done the way we do next up? No? no? I say it really loud. One, two, three. I didn't think so. So let's go ahead and get started. So let's bring out our first guest. Coming on stage, we have Katie Cossett, the Director of Nutrition Services and Warehouse for St. Vrain Valley School District. Recently moved districts, correct? Recently. All right. Thank you for being here. <laughs> All right. Next up, she's an SNA State and Regional Director of the Year. She's a former flight attendant, a public health expert, and a mother of triplet boys. Miss Jessica Shelley, Director of Student Dining Services from Cincinnati Public Schools. Next, Roy Pistoni, Director of Food and Nutrition Services at Citrus County School District. And might I add, my gym partner. This is the man that makes me wake up at four in the morning to go to the gym at conferences. So Seriously. Roy, yeah, Roy is also man of many, many talents. We just found out that he was also a former DJ. So we're gonna find out a little bit about that. All right, and now our guest host for the evening. Um, Shannon is somebody who is not only a mentor for us, but somebody who is a mentor for everybody in this industry. One of the From most innovative, business savvy, people I've ever met. Damon. What's up? How did this all begin? So these two came to the Mile High in Aurora, Colorado, and we started this with a podcast at the A-Team. A-Team? We talked about leadership in depth and what it means to be in a, a leader in this time and age, and the conversation went pretty deep. And so we got some guests here tonight and going to talk about some courage. Let's talk about some courage. You guys ready? You want to get started? Wait, 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 wait. Before we do this episode, uh -oh. I have a surprise guest for both of you. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Who? Oh, oh, come on. You guys aren't the only one with surprises. All right. Bring, I love surprises. Wait. Bring them on. So a lot of you know this person, and if you watch me on Saturday mornings with this person on Coffee, Cream, and Tea, Are you this guys is watching the one. Coffee, Cream, and Tea? Oh, my only, goodness. The most courageous director that I know. Mr. Mr. All right, well, we're going to get out of the way and let the show begin. <laughs> All right, look at this dynamic duo, Tri quadruple, what is this? What do you, oh you had triplets, what is this? Quads, I don't even quads. know. Come on, quadruple. All right, so let's talk about courage. 
in being a director, in being a person, in being a human, in leadership. Who wants to take us away and let's talk about some courage? I'll call on you. You know I will. Uh, she always calls on me, too. So I'm just going to go ahead and bite the bullet and talk first. And I think, you know, one of the things that's really important as we've moved through this leadership journey is, is the courage to fail. And that's really hard to, like, talk about and be real. But sometimes that's how we learn the best is by actually falling down flat on our face and learning how to get back up again and being able to say, I'm wrong, and, and doing it in front of our teams. Yeah, I was going to piggyback right off of that. Doing it in front of your teams, because your team really does need to see that it's a safe place to fail, right? That it's okay, because you're not really failing, are you? You're learning something. Correct. You're growing from it, right? And you're perfecting your own skills. So if you show them that's a safe place to do it, I mean, that's courageous, right? Right. So we all know that failure is the best teacher, but it takes courage to even step out there. It takes so much courage to be true to your vision, to whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to, to, to really be connected to. It takes courage to step out. Take so, risk, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. Risk is scary. Yes. Yeah, you all mentioned about um, being true to your mission or your vision. We all did that during this pandemic. Correct. I've shared with you all our motto is one team, one goal, no limits. We showed that, okay, in our county. No limits. Pandemic happened. Figure it out. Do those two words that we always talk about, feed kids. And I know tons across the country did the same thing. So you want to talk about courage? We never even blinked, and we were out there taking care of our children's needs. Correct. We had the courage to be out there. That's right. And, and... I just want to say, all of you, operators and everybody that's in this room, you need to clap for yourselves because you just made it through the scariest times that we have ever been through. And, um, and that's all you guys. And, you know, we, we did the four C's and we talked a lot about courage and you guys have talked about failure. One of the things that we did in our district is we made four pillars. And one of the words that came up was failure. And my team was like, we're not putting that as a pillar. And I said, yeah, you know who you are. So um, I, I had to have failure on there because I had somebody say to me once, um, Shannon, how are you failing? And I listened to Coach Tomlin, Mike Tomlin just recently on a podcast he did, and it was or a group kind of interview, and he talked about comfort mm-hmm. and how so many of us mm-hmm. get comfortable in where we're at, and we want that comfort. And I know the four of you and many of you out there, we run from comfort. Let's Absolutely. get crazy. Absolutely. Let's, let's get it. Let's, let's, let's keep it changing. So talk to me about some of the things in your district where you've run from being comfortable and gotten uncomfortable and done things differently. And, you, and you've taken on that courage. Yeah. Well, we all had to do things differently. I mean, there was no prototype for a pandemic. No one had ever been in one. No one. So we had to think outside of ourselves and what we were doing. So one of the things that we did was that we came together as one and decided what areas were going to be the best areas for us to serve children and how were we going to find our children. So we did something we'd never done. We crossed over to all the other departments in our district, and we asked for help. 
because we all know that school nutrition is a solid. We stand alone, you know, we do our own finance and we do everything ourselves, but we needed help because the, the children belong to all of us. So I think us crossing those lines, bringing down those walls, getting help where help was needed, was it took courage. We had to step outside of ourselves. Absolutely. Uh, one of our challenges that we had, and I shared with you, I think, on the last episode, was uh, the lack of a distributor for the new school year coming up. Uh, luckily, we've secured one, but at that time, uh, we had to think outside the box and how are we going to secure food and still feed the kids without a distributor. So, um, and I, I, I tease with Shannon because if I start talking about my team, she's going to talk about her A team. I'm going to talk about... <laughs> I'm going to talk about my dream team up there. <laughs> so when it came time to figure this out, what are we going to do? How are we going to feed the kids? Everybody came up with an idea, made it happen, and not one kid went hungry in Citrus County. All right. Well, if you know me at all, you know I keep throwing more and more things on my plate. Like, oh yeah, sure, I'll lead the co-op and go after my masters. All in the pandemic, yeah, let's let's do that. But I don't, I don't like being comfortable, because if I'm uncomfortable, that means I'm learning something, Correct. right? And I'm growing. So I don't know. Like, I think the whole last two years, I said if I can get through my masters during a pandemic, I can do anything. And here we are on the other side of it, right? It's yeah. great. Yeah. I think you really have to kind of sit in it, right? You yeah. got to sit in that uncomfortable place to understand where you want to go to be better. And that takes a lot of faith also, something we don't talk about. But to be courageous, you've got to have that faith. And it's also faith in our staffs. So lots of times, um, I know none of you will believe this, but I actually sometimes have an issue with the other C word, which is control. I like to do it all. I like to have my <laughs> hands involved, my arms around everything. Yes. And sometimes I've got to be like, nope, you know what? I'm going to have faith in my team. I know they have the same kind of courage and dedication as I do, and I'm going to let them go. And I got to sit there and sit in it and sit in it and know that they've got this. And they've got this. And that's how they learn. That's how they grow is by myself also growing by letting go. That takes a lot of I mean, that takes a lot of courage, Jessica, does. to to let your team, because it's almost like a family, right? Like you, you have your teams in leadership and you don't want them to necessarily feel the same hurt. It's like your kids, right? So you want to protect them, but you've got to let them, you've got to give the courage to say, I'm going to let you fall. And then I'm going to, I'm going to help you. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to walk beside you. I'm going to be with you in it. And, and sometimes stretching ourselves when they see us stretch, they stretch. Yeah. But it's all like a wedding. They don't know what we plan, they just know what they see. So all we set out to do was feed children. But in our minds, we have our prototype, we have our framework, we have everything that we think should happen and how it should happen. But then it happens. It doesn't come together the way you want it. You can't get a distributor. You don't have the right of transportation. You don't have enough people. We had to send half of our staff home because of the age. So then I had to deal with, okay, so I don't have my entire staff. How do I do that? And I love when you say sit in it because you have to actually sit there and say, hey, what, what are the things that I do have? You have to take inventory. So courage to take the inventory of the things that you do have because I know sometimes we decide, hey, I don't have this, I don't have this, we can't do that, we can't do, 
What can we do? Mm. Say, that, say whoa, 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 whoa. Say that again. What can we do? Because again. What can we do? Not what can't we do, right? What can right? we what do? What can we do? With we what do. we have. Like, look in your inventory. What do you have? So you have to look inside yourself. You have to look at your staff. I love that she said, let them try. Sometimes they come up with better ideas than we do. That's for sure. Because they're looking at it from a different viewpoint. So our viewpoint is different. So I love that, sitting in it. I love that. Can I talk about uh, our business partners that are out there? And we thank you all for being part of this group here. <laughs> Vanessa just hit the nail on the head. Stretch yourselves. What can you do? They were the ones that helped us through this pandemic, okay? If we need it, I'm gonna give a shout out to our dairy provider, M&B. We needed different packaging to be able to distribute that when they drove up. They made it into half gallons for us, whatever it took because we did not have that storage space. And there are lots of business partners that helped us put a meal kits together and make this yes. happen at the drop of a dime. They figured it out and they helped us through this. So thank you all for what you did to help thank us. You. I mean, the, the courage to change your business model on the fly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Everything you've been working for and invested in, all of a sudden you're just like, nope, we're just going to do everything different. Like that, you know, a lot of courage to our industry partners. You know, and, and I will say, um, I, I don't know about you guys, but that first week, um, first of all, when the pandemic first happened, i just come back from D.C., like many of you that was at LAC with us. And um, then I went to South Padre for my husband's birthday. So I was a little partying, I'm um, not gonna lie. And I get the call from my assistant director and she's like, um, I'm gonna need you to get it together and answer some serious questions because we about to shut down the district. <laughs> and I was like, huh? She goes, you got two hours, start pounding some water. I was in Texas, so whatever. Um, it was hot. <laughs> so I, I, was, I came back on the first flight Monday morning, 5 a.m., spring break, we were open. And I just remember um, being terrified, being terrified to go to work um, and that fear of the unknown. And at that point in time, we weren't wearing masks yet. Um, there was so much fear. And I sit in my faith. Um, and I started right then going faith over fear. And, and we took that because so often we live our lives and division in fear. And that will cripple you as a leader to be afraid to let the control go, to do things differently, mm -hmm. to show up from work when my bosses are asking me, what happens if you get it? Right. I bawled. And I was so scared. But the one thing that kept me going was feed kids. And you know, we have hats off to anyone who's married to or has first responders and firemen and policemen and military in their families. And our job that we signed up to do is feed kids. kids. And so it was overcoming that and having faith over fear in all of our decisions. And what that faith looks like to each of us as leaders looks differently. We're praying up backstage before we come out. If you think this is all easy to do, no, this, we're, we're, some of this is some fear, um, but it's stretching ourselves, like Vanessa said. So what got you guys through? I mean, no, we all know we have the all same common goal, everybody in this room, including our manufacturers and stuff like that. Shout out to so many of you, especially the meal kits. That was life-saving. Um, but, yeah, like what was your 
when you were in your moment, I, I don't know about you guys, but just like that brought you through to have that faith. My mentors really reminded me what the purpose was and that we're not in it alone. If you don't have a mentor, you really need one. We all need one. Uh, I mentor others, but I also have my own mentors. Some of them aren't even in, one of them's right here. <laughs> Some of them aren't even in child nutrition anymore, but they still lift me up and support me and get me through those really, really hard days. You know, it was another seabird here, but it was the camaraderie. Yes. Like, I was not in it alone. I had so many other child nutrition professionals who were out there doing the same things that I was trying to do, and we were bouncing ideas off each other, and we all had each other's backs, and I knew I could pick up the phone and call anybody, whether they were in Tennessee or Maryland or California or Colorado, and they were going through the same as I was. Mm -hmm. I wasn't ever alone. And that was a real big comfort to me. Well, I became an Avenger during the yeah, pandemic. you were an Avenger. I, I was forgot. an Avenger. I, I decided every week if I was going to be Thor, if I was going to be, you know, Iron Man. I was going to, I know, could see you as an Aquaman. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, um, Captain Marvel. I decided that I was going to speak in superhero terms so I would understand the power that was within me. So my superintendent would call me. He said, we're building an airplane while we're flying it. Mm. So you got to imagine holding on to a wing while you're trying to connect it to the plane. But because you have that superpower hero strength within you, and because we're doing God's work, because he said children are his heritage, correct? So if you're connected to that, so you know my famous quote, and I've got to put it out there. Um, Everybody can't be famous, but everybody can be great when they give themselves over to something bigger than themselves in service to others. So when you connect to that, when you connect to that. Can I get an amen? amen. You know who you are. Vanessa talks about being an Avenger. We became a crusader. Okay. I love it. Yes, you did. I, COVID Crusaders, you guys Absolutely. are Absolutely. So I got some of my COVID Crusaders out in the audience, and I thank them for showing up. And that was that camaraderie, so I'm going to play off Jessica, too, because we had people that were scared, as you said, didn't know what to do. So I said, you know what? I've been in this business long enough. It's time for me to step outside, show the courage, and lead them and bounce ideas off of them. And I shared with you, we started on the West Coast with about six of them, and we now got 25 districts, and we've been doing this two and a half years strong. And I've incorporated somebody else from Colorado, so we're going beyond the state of Florida. I've got somebody else here, like to be part of it. I've got Jessica, I've got Vanessa, so we're going nationwide Woo. with the COVID Crusaders. I can Woo that. I love it. And when you talk about not being alone, it's like welcoming. And, and I was giving you the business in one of our episodes about not getting an invite to COVID Crusaders. And I will tell you, um, I, I drove up with one of my kitchen uh, training managers. We went and saw the lighthouse, uh, Ponce de Leon, and then we drove up to uh, St. Augustine. And COVID Crusaders, I met Sean. Shout out to Sean. He's got the same cool name as my husband. But... Um, I drove up and I said, I got to see, I drove through his district to see the lighthouse. And when you connect with people, and people joke all the time, um, Shannon, you must know somebody in every single state. Well, that's because I belong to the nutrition services professional family and all of you out there. And when you connect, your family. Um, I will tell you, 10 years ago, I was on the school um, lunch lady episode, Chopped. And those three ladies... 
Those three ladies who live throughout the country and I are still really close. They couldn't be here today. They're still lunch ladies today. And you connect, we connected before we even competed against each other on that episode. And to this day, we're still friends. So it is about connecting across this country so you don't feel alone. I think we need to say that courage doesn't mean that you're not afraid. Having courage does not mean that there's not fear there, that there's not an apprehension, kind of feeling, a, kind of sick feeling in your stomach. Courage means you step outside of that yep. and you step over that fear. You step over that uncertainty. You step over all of the things that you're feeling inside and you do it anyway. Yep. So we all had our fears. My mother was diagnosed with uh, dementia right when COVID hit, right when it hit. And then she had to be in that house alone. She couldn't have visitors. She couldn't have encouragement. But we had to step outside of that. Sometimes courage means think about it, not think about it. Put it over to the side, pass, I've got to do this. Because who's depending on us? What? The kids. They are waiting on us to save them. And so we have to step outside of ourselves. Because I don't want people to think that, hey, we got it all together. That we were just, oh, perfect. Oh, okay, we got to wear a mask. You, you, we got to be in the house. You never need gotta, courage, right? Avengers. Oh my goodness. Say, yeah, no. Yes. So You're never afraid? Yourself. I'm terrified right now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I first called Katie for the first episode, she said, why me? I said, why not you? Good answer. That's and good. I'm here. Yeah. That's good. So courage, I think... Yes, it's failure. Yes, it's getting outside of your comfort zone. But when it comes to leaders, I think the other part is, like you said, extending yourself. Mm -hmm. And how, and yes, we run from Kurt, we run from comfort. We, it's, it's, it's not comfortable. It's, it's itchy. It's scratchy. It's, uh, it's not normal for us to be away from our comfort zone. We're trying to create that stuff. So when, I mean, and even before COVID, when we were running our districts, you know, it's challenging for that latest and greatest because our, our customers right. change. Our, our student population changes. Their desires, their wants for food change. So it's, it takes courage to not do things, and I, I know it's going to drive you crazy, I'm going to say it, the way we've always, always done, done it. it. I hate that. I hate that. So, so talk about some of the courage that you've had to do to, to push past some of that. I mean, we're, we're doing stuff. What are you guys doing in your districts that's different? And it's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something. I'm going to do summer program the way you're doing it. Tell me about some of the things going on in your district where it took courage to do different things. I literally just left a district for a district 20 times the size of what I currently was running. <laughs> and I'm like, hashtag courage. <laughs> right? But I'm walking in and smiling. And, and you know, my, my mission has always been, okay, yeah, the custodians hate frozen blueberries or whatnot, but what's best for the kids, right? <laughs> Our preschool hates syrup, but what's best for the kids, right? And it just reminding people to go back to that in the end. Yeah, the day one of change is hard. It's always hard. But do you pick yourself up and keep trying? Yeah, you don't give up the first day of change. You keep going. And Katie, I'm going to ask you to say that one more time because you said it takes a lot to talk to parents when they're upset or teachers that are upset and part of our leadership as directors and stuff is to do that stuff and you said it best when you said what they got to remind who it's about what it's about the kids what's best for the kids right do you want to eat pancakes or french toast without syrup no 
you don't. But we want our kids to be full, we want them to enjoy their meals, and we want them to come back every day. Because we're not doing our jobs if we're not feeding our children. Correct, correct, that's really good. So I always say that even in prisons, they get condiments. So people murder folks and they get ketchup. They get, you know, I get really angry about these people who don't want to give kids syrup. I'm like, convicts get syrup. We're giving them syrup. So that's like, that's a whole nother episode. Tune in. Sure. I'm sorry. I'm up here. Oh, hi, Marley. Hey. So I'm, I'm with a very good friend of mine, and she knows a thing or two about courage, and she has something to say. All right, everyone. Um, something I have to say about as a leader. Who are you? Oh, hi. Um, I'm Stephanie Janini. I'm a I'm director in Illinois, Marquardt School District. Yeah, thank you. Been a director for six months. Um, so wow, courage. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, encouraged. I was the assistant six, for six years prior. Um, so one thing that I have to say is courageous is to be vulnerable and level with your team and admit sometimes this sucks. Sometimes it's hard. Um, I remember my former boss said, she's a very, very strong leader, said that she cried twice during the pandemic, and I said I cried twice a day during the <laughs> pandemic. Um, and so it's okay to level with your team and be like, hey, I know this stinks, this is hard. Um, I'm having a bad day, how about you? I don't, you don't always have to be positive. And sometimes that's what your team needs to hear, that you feel for them and you're with them. And it's okay to just say, you know, sometimes I wish I worked from home and was practicing yoga because now I work from home. That's all I heard from my friends on the, the corporate <laughs> side. I'm like, must be nice. But so yeah, it's courageous to be vulnerable and admit that this is hard, but we're gonna get, you know, get through it together. Thank you, awesome. Stephanie. Yeah, it's courageous to be honest. Yeah. Honest with yourself, honest with your staff, honest with your family. There was a time that my husband was like, why are you going? Why are you leaving us again here? You should be safe here at home. And it was one of those things where being able to say, this is what I have to do. To feel right, to feel... You can't feed kids remotely. You can't feed kids remotely. And um, I think it's one of those things where every day... We got up and I came home and it was, it was, I was afraid. Yes. I, this is a true story. We could not find masks anywhere, anywhere. And I actually went on to Oriental Trading Company and bought like 4th of July bandanas that we were wrapping around our faces to try and protect our team. Mm. But you know what? They were out there with me, mm. standing with me, making sure that we feed kids. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. You know, we talk about courage, and thank you, Stephanie, for saying, you know, what a challenge, and you just became a director. Our host up there, and I'm going to give him props right now. We want to talk about courage to give us this platform that we have right now to be able to talk about courage and the other three C's. It. So I'd like to give a big shout out and a big thank you to our host, Marlon Gordon and Nisha. Thank you. Yes.
because this really took a lot of courage. No one has ever seen this in our industry before, Marlon. What you're doing, this, this framework was unheard of. And it took courage because I know you had a lot of people who tried to discourage you. I know you hit a lot of obstacles. I know that you had heard a lot of conversations. I know people told you all the stuff that you could not do because they have never seen it. But the world would not advance had people not done things that people had never seen before. We would not be driving in a car. We wouldn't be talking on cell phones. We wouldn't be having Zoom meetings. We wouldn't, all of the things that people had not seen before, you've done that. And I think that's super courageous. But I love what Stephanie and Jessica said. Show up as your whole self. Don't be afraid to, because sometimes we show up in pieces. We give people what we think they want to see, the part of us that they want to see, the polished part, the, the, the part that's sure. We need to show up as our whole selves. So it's the vulnerability, it's the crying, it's the anger, it's the I'm afraid. It's all of those things because you don't know what piece that someone needs from you. So bring your whole self to the table, not just the piece you think that should be there. Thank you, Vanessa. Can I share, uh, in our last uh, episode that we had, and Shannon was so kind to me that I was true to myself, and people that were at uh, my conference when I was FSNA president, we didn't have a conference. It was during the pandemic. That's the one and only time it's been canceled. And I had a lot of fun planned, and it was sad that we couldn't do it. So we wind up doing it at one of our other conferences. but. Being true to yourself, I've shared with you, Italians, we're emotional. I mean, that's just the way we are. Love to eat, but we're damn emotional, too. I think that's everybody okay. in the room. So they, they saw me during my final speech, sit up there, and had a hard time composing myself. Probably wasn't the most professional, but as Shannon said, I showed the true self, okay? And know that how much from the heart all of these people mean to me. When you show your true self, though, you show passion. Yes. Right? And you're approachable. And your team needs that, especially when they're afraid. One, well, and I have a sign in my office that I share, and I, I've shared with uh, a lot of people that says, when you're brave enough to be yourself, you give other people permission to do the same. Yes. And I think that's huge in leadership, and, and you know, I'm, I'm very proud of my team, and each one of us brings a different value and perspective to our team. And when you have a diverse, inclusive, and caring, real authentic love in your team, you start to feel safe. And right now, in the where we live and what's going on, division and fear is killing teams and leaders across this country, not in school nutrition. We cannot and will not let that happen. And it starts with us as leaders addressing our own biases, our own issues with what we really believe. And Vanessa and I talk a lot about that on Coffee, Cream, and Tea on Saturday mornings. There's a plug. Sorry, Marlon. Love you. But anyways, um, just going to yep. say. Um, but we talk a lot about real talk. And Vanessa says all the time, you don't like what we got to say? Hit the X, um, which means close us. But I'm just saying, like, you, you have to start, and, and we're taking a lot of diversity, equity, and inclusion training right now because, but that starts with us, Correct. and it starts with connection. And when I first met Vanessa, when I, when I first met Jessica Shelley, I was intimidated as all get out. 
and then Roy, Mr. Golden Globe over here, and Miss um, Farm to School Professional, amazing. Like I sat with these people and I was like, I'm a host, I got jokes, okay, uh, <laughs> here we go. But I mean, it's, it's getting past yourself and knowing whatever your value is, you bring it to the table. And so each one of us and every one of you has to have the courage to be yourselves so that you give people around you permission to be the same. Yes, yes. That's a clappable moment right there. I like that. That's a, that's a clappable moment. But, okay, uh, Marlon or, or Nisha, do you have anybody else? Or you guys want to talk about any other stories? Like some of the things you guys are doing in your districts, I know we're kind of holding back, but what have you done differently? We, we, we sent out EV trucks this summer. Yeah. We're going to parks and pools, yeah. and we're meeting the kids where they're at because they don't want to come back to schools for summer. Right. So what are you guys doing? Yeah, I love what I saw. Uh, Shannon, I called her and I told her. She doesn't like to be called, by the way. You got to text Shannon, okay? <laughs> this is Mr. Old School. Pick up a phone. I want to hear a voice. Me, so. Answer your phone. <laughs> but uh, showing the news clip and what she's doing out there in Colorado, I said, excellent job. She came across so good, her team. I said, that's wonderful. In our district, we're showing courage by building a new warehouse mm. to meet the challenges where supply chain might create a hiccup in our district. Yeah. So we are working on that this summer because I never want to be put in a position where we do not have food to do what? Feed the kids. So we are working on that, and I'll be excited when we're able to launch that in the next six months. Well, what we did was, um, after the pandemic, everybody was just tired. A lot of my staff just did not want to work summer school. So I turned to the high school, and my ladies who had children, I started employing students. I paid them a day rate. I gave them a cool t-shirt and I put them on buses. I put them out in front of schools. I had them packing bags. I had them doing everything. And I thought, this is not emergency staffing. This is how I need to staff my summer. It gave them a summer check. It gave them a connection to who we were. And they got to see that we did more than just heat and serve. They saw that we could count, that we took care. They saw how hard we worked. It made them have empathy for us. So then this summer, I had, can we work again this summer? I had kids lining up to work with school nutrition. Like it was cool to work with school nutrition. So I was so excited about that. So that took courage for me to hire a bunch of folks' children because I don't do children well. <laughs> Not when it's supervising. You understand what I'm saying because they have some issues, you know, teenagers, they are different. And so it took courage to have those children in our facilities, to make sure we kept them safe, to make sure we paired them with the right personalities. And we did weekly meals, something I had never done before. So we packed meals for a week for, for our students, especially the ones who are out really rural. Like we have real rural areas took 15, 20 minutes for a bus to get to them. So it took courage for us to try something different and use different staff. Nice. We hey, cold called. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, hey Shannon. Hey, Nisha. Hi there. Hi, cutie. I just want to make sure that everybody here has a voice. I'd love to hear from the audience as well. Is there anybody in here that has questions, other stories that we can share across the audience? There we go. Would you like to come up? 
There's some courage right there. Yeah, That's right. courage, here we go. Huge round of applause. Hi there. What's your name? My name is Ann Williams. And what school district are you from? Elgin U46 in Illinois. What story would you like to share? Honestly, I just want to take a second to thank all of you. I've been recruiting today because I'm looking for a new food service director, but that's not why I'm standing <laughs> here right now. She, she was in the director's breakout session earlier, and I was like, this girl is awesome. No, seriously, right now I'm standing here to thank all of you because you guys are an awesome family. I have felt so welcomed and so supported by people that don't want to come work for me but have been helping me with recruiting techniques and talking to me. We know people who want to come to Illinois. I, no, I'm very serious. You guys are awesome and welcoming. I'm here by myself um, all the way from Chicagoland, and I just really love all that you're doing for our kids. So if you aren't convinced that you should come to Elgin and work with me now, by the time I get back to my seat, you should be. But seriously, thank you all. You guys That's are awesome. That's courageous. Seriously, you are all awesome. Thank you, Superintendent. That's courageous. Um, I, I just kind of want to also talk about, and I know Nisha's moving around up there, and if you want, flag Nisha down if you want to talk. But the other thing is, is I don't know, I've heard a lot of talk at this conference and been talking to people come August or September when you start school. We have a whole new thing coming back up. And I've heard a lot of, I, I don't know how we're going to do this. I don't know how we're going to do this. It's the same way superheroes do everything. We do it. We do it. And we're going to do that in August or September whenever you start school. In Colorado, we start at the first week of week and a half of August. But ideas for people out there you want to talk about? I mean, we, we've already planned. We know what we're doing. We're running things through. Talk about some of the stuff because people are fearful of what's going to happen in August. You know what we're going to do in August? We're going to do what? Feed kids. That's what we're going to do as superheroes in this room in August and September. Feed kids. You know, after the pandemic and switching everything on a dime to something completely unknown, unheard of, nothing that we've ever done, um, honestly, I think we can do this. We know we can. We can. Like, let's not be afraid. You all know you can feed kids, come back to school. All right, Nisha, I think you got somebody. I, I can barely see with the lights. I do. Okay. I'm really excited. Hi, so what's your name? Hi, I'm Julie Fletcher. I just retired. Woo! That You're takes so courage. jealous. However, I'm still busy in the, in the industry, and I just, <laughs> I was forced into this, by the way. They got the courage for you. <laughs> um, I just want to say that this is family. Amen. We really are family, and we take care of our kids, and it's just been a wonderful career. You don't think it is until you get into it. And then all of a sudden, it's the most important thing in your world, except for your kids, your real so, kids. So can I ask you, I know Nisha's got the mic up there. How many years? 30. Oh, my God. You're an angel. 
Thank you for doing God's work for 30 years. You know, I've never worked a day in my life. Amen. Right. Amen. I don't think they got that, but yes. Nisha, uh, lady's name was Julie, am I correct? Did I catch that right? Yes. Yes. Julie, being a, a senior statesman here, okay, you've seen school nutrition in your 30 years just change right and left, okay? New regulations, whatnot. So it took courage to adapt to every one of these changes that you did, and I guarantee you came out smelling like a rose, and your district did the same. So I want to thank you from bottom of my heart for what you did for 30 years for our kids. Is, thank, thank you, but it's not just me, it's the team. It's all the people that I still consider on the permanent team that I would work again with in an instant. All these years, through all the uh, positions I've held, it's always that team, and it's so wonderful to hear you talk about you have to support your team. As a leader, we are not in the food business. We are in the people, people business. business. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a mentor for you. So we've been talking to a lot of operators about being courageous, but I have to give a shout out to industry as well, especially the co-sponsors of tonight. Thank you all so much for making this happen. And one of those co-sponsors is Mackenzie Lopez, and she's from Lunch Assist. Thanks, Marlon, and he totally just snuck this up on me. I'm shaking and terrified of public speaking right now, but... Um. <laughs> but she has been very courageous. So her and Jen McNeil started a company not too long ago, and that takes a lot of guts and faith, right? Yeah, we've had the company for about five years, but then during COVID, it's really taken off and grown. We went from having two employees to now about 10, and we are just staying true to our mission and our vision, and we really believe that all of you directors, frontline staff, managers, just need more support. There is so much that you need to do, so we are working so hard to help in every way possible and we've worked in schools, we're former directors, former chefs, dietitians, um, and we're really excited to try and innovate and find new ways to help you all out because what you're doing on the front lines is amazing and you all need more support so you can focus on feeding kids and so, we believe that. So Marlon also, she's an incredible photographer too because when I was asking, she was standing there and I said, can you take a picture of me and my husband? And she's like, of course. <laughs> so she is a people person too and thank you for that. Well, she's also more than that. So she is going to be supporting us with one of our new ideas, Shannon. You wanna go ahead and talk about that? All right, well, hold on, I got a cue card for this one. I don't wanna mess this one up, please hold. So I am once again being courageous with my team, and we are going to start a new program called Next Gen Pros, which ties into what, Shannon? All right, so Next Gen Pro is a group of future leaders and new leaders who act as mentees and experienced members of the food service industry. 
This group, through training, networking, and collaboration, are made up of the best and brightest leaders in food service. Our future leaders are prepared to make a positive impact on whichever role they choose to fill. There are two halves to next-gen pros, mentors and mentees, limited to the industry or operations. On top of that, we don't limit our mentees and mentors to being K-12 specific. This is about food service and people. Some of the most successful innovative ideas come from similar yet different segments, and it is our goals to innovate and promote healthy change. So Next Gen Pros is going to start, and we're going to have mentees and mentors, um, and I'm sitting with some of the mentors on stage now, and it is going to create a we are not alone. We've been through it. There's stories. There's 30 years of experience for ment mentors to speak out and talk to the new directors that are coming up. And I know lots of people out here, and we, we talked to Stephanie, and, and she talked about how her mentor was before her, and she really reached out, and her director before her. You know, we've talked on stage, and I know you guys all have different people out there doing different stuff. So it isn't easy to be a leader. It is something that takes courage, and it takes um, failing and learning and doing those kind of stuff. So anybody else want to take us home before um, I go backstage and grab something real quick? Can I just uh, mention one thing? And I'd be remiss. We've all enjoyed this evening. And again, I can't thank Marlon and his group. And I am blessed to sit amongst such talent here. And uh, so appreciative that they asked me to sit part of this. But we all wouldn't be here right now. And anybody that's out there that served in our armed forces, I've got a special person here that's near and dear to my heart, my brother who served 30 years in the service. So I want to thank all the military to keep us safe each and every day. And that is true courage right there. Yeah, and that's how we're sitting here today. And also the wait staff, the bartenders, the people who put this together, the people behind the scenes. Um, your service to people is incredible and it takes an amazing group of people to serve. And I will say, we serve our community, we serve kids. And whether it's at restaurants or behind the scenes, service is not easy. So with that, I'm gonna hold you my mic real quick. Ooh, two mics. <laughs> Can I have a huge round of applause for this evening's guests? So these two give a lot of recognition to a lot of people and do a lot. And, you know, I just want to say I, I do have the sign in my office that says, when you're brave enough um, to be yourself, you give other people permission to do the same. And the two of you sat in my office, and we had a heart-to-heart. -heart. We all talked about stories of fear and overcoming some of the things that we deal with in our lives. 
and the walk that we walk. And you guys encourage me to be the best version of myself as a leader and these people up here. You give us a platform where we can be real. And I'm gonna say that again, because so many times people try to script you and make you into something you're not. And all my life, nobody's been able to script me. And you guys said, we don't need a script. I just want to unleash you. We don't need a script. And I said, oh, you my people, if you won't script me, I want to do this journey with you. So the four of us have put something together for y'all. These are your bags, and we love you. We love you, all of you. Seriously, thank you. You're going to make me cry up here. Um. <laughs> She's good at that. It really did. So, I mean, we talk a lot about mentors and about inspiring each other. And let me just say that the inspiration that not only this group gives us every single day to push forward is something that Marlon and I have never experienced before. From the text messages to the memes to the pictures, I mean, it is ongoing. I get morning text messages just telling me how amazing I am, and all I did was just brush my teeth. <laughs> I cannot tell you how amazing it is to finally find a group of people who understand you and at the end of the day just want what's best for you. Absolutely, and it's all about teamwork, like you guys said. And I have to give a huge shout out to my team for helping me put this together and for going on this ride with me because for those of you that don't know me, I'm a crazy person. I get these wild ideas and I wanna do super innovative things and none of this would have been possible if it weren't for my team. So thank you to them. <laughs> and I also wanna once again thank the co-sponsors. I don't think there's ever been an event like this where so many co-sponsors came together to pull something off for child nutrition. And it, was, um, it wasn't always easy, but I've always had the support of industry and the operators, and thank you guys for that, we appreciate it. Great things happen with partnerships. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And not, and not being afraid and feeling competition with one another, it's about partnering with one another and bringing the best out. We're not in competition, we all have different stuff, and so it's about those great partnerships. So. I want to say thank you for all of the sponsors tonight and thank you all of you for coming out here and being a part of this first time. Like, thank you for giving us the opportunity to do this. Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> with that, with that, are you guys hungry? Because I'm hungry. Hungry and thirsty. So how about we wrap let's this go. up? Oh, let's get the party started, right? All right, let's do that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, everyone.